Hello, hello. Welcome, welcome, one and all, to part two of the On the Lamb with Mark Fenton end of year best of special. I'm Mark Fenton, and we are on the lamb for over two hours of fun-filled music and discussion. There are a lot of great albums that came out this year, and we're going to get to them as many as we can. David Okamoto, special guest extraordinaire, back for part two. We're going to pick our top ten albums, and fascinatingly, there's only one overlap. But before we get to all of them, we're going to kick things off with a song from one of my best albums of the year. That is $20 from Boy Genius. And their the record album. So without any further ado, let's get this end of year best album party started right now. It's a
And we are back. David Okamoto is with me again for the end of year best albums show. We are going to be sharing with you our 10 favorite albums of the year each. We're going to go back and forth. And we're going to start with, as I mentioned at the outset, that fantastic boy genius album, The Record. But before we get to my commentary on it, welcome, David. Hey, Mark, how you doing? Good. How are you? It's nice to have you back. Good to be back. And and as as I tried to promise, I did not change my list dramatically since the last time we talked. No, the the, the funny thing is that I'm the one who changed my my list more, <laughs> more dramatically. Uh, I I had a re- rethink because I noticed that that some of my favorite albums had more good songs than than uh, were functional as standalone albums, uh, and I think the results are, are rather positive. I, I think it'll make for a more interesting show. Oh, good. Yeah, there's a, it, it's, it's always, uh, whenever I get some, I, I try to make a list of favorite records for whatever favorite things. I, I try to just say, okay, I'm going to commit and I'm going to hit send and I'm done. Ah. <laughs> and then I'm not going to go back and think about it because if I leave well, it in draft, if draft mode for more than a day, that's, I'll never leave the house. I'll sit there uh, moving things around and cut and pasting. So, yeah. I'll hear you. <laughs> I, in, in my case, it was just because there were a couple of albums I hadn't really listened to all year. And once I did, I realized they were pretty great and I had a few notes. But about that boy genius song and album, The Record, all I can say is wow, wow, wow. These women are amazing. The rise has been nothing short of meteoric. Last year, Julian was opening for Angel Olsen and Sharon Van Etten in Central Park. And now the trio is selling out the garden and arenas all around the country. Phoebe was a rising star on her own, but she really seems to love being in a band, at least for now. They can rock. They can sing aching ballads about queer love. And if you had an opportunity to see them on SNL recently, you could see how much joy they're experiencing playing together. Something they shared with the audience. It was fantastic. I love them. I love this record, and it's one of my uh, favorite, possibly my favorite of the entire year. Yeah, that Saturday Night Live uh, performance just made me kick myself really hard twice for both uh, performances because I had a chance to see them um, at an outdoor festival here, and uh, and for some reason I didn't go. And after watching it, uh, the, uh, there's something about having three solo artists up front in a band together there's a whole different energy and i know it's a combination of of the artists themselves but I, there's there's something about having three solo artists out front where they are equal it's not like it's three solo artists now it's for your turn now it's your turn now it's your turn they have created music and they have created this band and they and they present themselves as a band and that's that's yeah that was just saturday night live uh, two performances were just yeah stunning. Uh- I'm with him, and that kind of just put, lift them, lifted them to another level for me. And it's, I don't know if it's a side project anymore. Uh, you know, they, they they just released a single here at the end of the year. Yeah. I'm looking for for it. Just give me a second. Uh, called The Parting Glass. Okay. Which is just fraught with all sorts of meaning. Uh, you, you know, uh, is it a parting glass because 
the band is parting or breaking up? Are they parting for now? Uh, you, you know, uh, it it just uh, it's interesting for them to to leave us with that one. Yeah, I, it's 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 amazing how how huge uh, what started out as a side project has gotten this year. So yeah, for sure. Good, so good choice. Yeah. So um, what is what are what's one of your favorite albums of the year? All right, great choice on uh, on Boy Genius. Um, one of my favorite albums this year was by a band called Wednesday. Um, they're from uh, Asheville, North Carolina, and they put out an album called Rat Saw God, which, first of all, you got to love because it's named after a Veronica Mars episode title. Um, and the other reason is it is this just amazing kind of blend of noise, twang, and pop. And it all kind of goes together and 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 fits together really well. Um, I discovered them, believe it or not, uh, Patterson Hood of the Drive-By Truckers, every now and then on Instagram and sometimes on Twitter, just tweets about bands he loves. And a couple of years ago, he did at least one, if uh, at least two uh, posts about Wednesday. Uh, and so I, they've been on my radar. And this was the record that finally just, just blew me away. Uh, everything about it, the... The live show was amazing. The album's amazing. And everything just kind of comes together. Uh, I think they they want they want us to know they're noisy. They want us to know they can rock. But I also think they're a lot tighter than they want us to know they are as well. They just enjoy just, just making this racket. But when you listen to this album, uh, In Between the Noise, uh, there's a beautiful song called Quarry uh, that sounds almost like a Kinks pop song. And then uh, one of my favorite songs of the year uh, is called Chosen to Deserve. And uh, it's just, it's these giant power chords. The chorus is amazing. Um, and it just all comes together. And um, the lead singer's name is Carly Hartzman. And uh, the guitarist in the band, I have to admit, I didn't know this until I saw them live, is uh, MJ Lenderman, who uh, has got a great solo career oh. going on his own. Yeah, I just heard a new song from him. Yeah, so he's doing great as well. But together, in Wednesday, uh, they just create this just wonderful, wonderful cacophony uh, blend of like noise and pop. Oh no, no doubt. And "Chosen to Deserve" is one of my favorite songs of the year for sure. That was on my list. Yeah. So, what song uh, are you going to play for us, Dave? Let's uh, well, let's do "Chosen to Deserve" because I I cannot get enough of this. Oh. Song. It rocks so hard. I love it. All right, let's go.
Chosen to Deserve from David's, one of David's favorite albums of the year. 
Wednesday's Rat Saw God. Good stuff, David. Thank you for sharing that. <laughs> and there was one artist that, oh, wait, did I mess up? Lebe's later, right? Oh, yeah. Okay, so I go into blur. Okay. So one of my other favorite albums of the year is by a band I've been loving for quite some time, Blur. They returned to form this year with the band with the album The Ballad of Darren. The band is led by this amazing polymath, Damon Albarn, kind of a genius, between Gorillas, Blur, and his solo work. I, I just pay attention to everything he does, and it doesn't always work, but he is so creative and interesting. I've been a fan of this band for years, though I have to admit I missed much of them during their initial success in the 90s. It wasn't until the beginning of the aughts that I got around to them, and once I did, I just fell in love with them. I can name so many songs I love. They've had so much good new, good music. They did a reunion album in 2015 after thir a 13-year hiatus. That album was Magic Whip, and it was a bit of a miss. It was, felt like something they did to just tour around because they did about a dozen dates, you know, in arenas and stadiums, uh, somewhat of a paycheck. But this album, The Ballad of Darren, was a return to form for me. It was a little challenging at times. It took a little more time to get into it. But once I did, I really appreciated it. Good stuff from them. And uh, I want to play a song called The Narcissist, which is my favorite. From them it's it's really what they do best there are choruses in there damon's singing is 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 wonderful so uh if if david will uh, permit me uh we're, we're going to hear the narcissist from blurs the ballad of darren looked in the mirror so many people standing there I walked towards them Into the floodlight I heard no echo There was distortion everywhere I found my ego Bartle standing there Found my transcendence It played in mono painted blue You were the Piero I was the dark room I'm a light in your Yeah. 
That's a great song. Um, it sounds it sounds a little more I don't know for lack of a better word it sounds a little more reflective a little more not a little softer I guess than than what I know about their earlier stuff and I, I really want to dig into this record more now. That yeah, they've the definitely mel mellowed a little bit with age. That that I will tell you. Yeah, I think that's part of what made the album a little more challenging. There there weren't all these songs with hooks, uh, but but the lyrics were were more interesting and reflective to me. Very cool. Yeah, so what do you have next, my friend? Uh, let's see. So uh, the next album that uh, I played a lot, and I played it a lot in the last three months because it came out toward the end of the year, is uh, by a Chicago punk pop band called Sincere Engineer. And the album has the great title Cheap Grills. Um, and uh, they, they even... To go along with that, they even uh, bring a, a Weber grill or this old charcoal grill on stage and set it up while they play. It's kind of fun. Um, but they've been around a while, but this is the first time they've gotten kind of my attention. And um, it is it is just a really cool record. It's, it's very melodic. It leans more toward the pop side of the punk side now. Uh, and I think that's a little bit of a shift for them. And the lead singer, Deanna Bilos, she sings in this sort of, God, this sort of this throat ravaging howl it comes from way deep, and you almost wonder how she can keep it up for an entire you know for an entire recording session. She's wonderful. Yeah. I, I I have a little bit of a crush on her if I can admit it. Yeah, she's just an amazing voice. And on this record, um, I think on the last record too, there's these little textures you don't expect on a punk pop record. You hear guitars, bass, and drums, and obviously. 
there's some uh there's keyboard I, there's an accordion every now and then and i thought wow that's kind of weird and it turns out they've been collaborating for the last couple of records with uh franz nicolay from um uh the whole steady so oh i, I didn't know that yeah so he's play, he plays on this record uh but this is that yeah, this was just a fun album and a great live show yeah, I mean, one of their songs was on my best singles list. No which doubt. one did you? Which one did you like? Oh, California. Oh, you like California King? Yes. Okay. Yep. No, that was excellent. That's a great song. My favorite, though, because it's I have this weakness for songs about telephones, uh, is a song called Landline, and oh, that's what, that and that's the one I'd like to play. Uh, All right. This one. Oh, I'm looking forward to hearing it. Let's go. agree we love sincere engineer that was a great song from them it's it's fascinating to me because 
to me, some of these bands should be really popular. I'm not saying playing arenas, but they should be playing bigger venues than clubs. And you know, when you go on Spotify or, or, or any other streaming service, they have a few hundred thousand listens, but but not like you know for these songs that to me are just great, what they deserve. Yeah, it's hard. It, 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 I think about that sometimes in terms of quantity, but then I go to the if you go, if I go to the show and I'm thinking, well, maybe not too many people know who they are. It the show is packed. It's a club, but it's yeah. packed. And not only is it packed, but the minute they start, everyone around me knows the lyrics to every song. Absolutely. <laughs> and they're singing, oh, I know, and yeah. So I, I feel like I'm I'm already kind of behind uh, on yeah. this, but it is great. It must, I assume, from a band looking out mm-hmm. to see a full club and everybody bringing that energy back to them oh, for must, sure. must be reward, just as rewarding as playing the bigger places. So, um, oh, yeah, absolutely. And, and once you play the bigger places, you miss that intimacy. You miss, you miss just you know yeah. talking about. Um, exactly and I, and I love the fact that even with the limited plays maybe total plays on on mm-hmm. the streaming services it's making it easier for fans like me outside of the the band's hometown to know about them so i i, I do feel like especially at the the indie level there's a consistent there, people show up for these the people show up for the shows and and they know yeah. who the bands are and I, that may not have been possible you know 10 years ago yeah, well, well, my next favorite album of the year is from an artist who's been around for over 10 years. They go by the name of Lydia Loveless, and uh, she made Nothing's Gonna Stand in My Way Again this year. Lydia has been you know, doing their own thing for, for so long. She's influenced by punk and pop of the 80s, even though she's only in her early 30s herself. She debuted with 2011's Indestructible Machine, and she doesn't even get to play venues the size of where Sincere Engineer is playing. I'm going to see her tonight, as a matter of fact. And and it's a smallish club, 150, 200 people, and I'm really excited about seeing her. Uh, This album she made this year, I'm not a completist, I don't know all of her music, but I'm listening to her here and there over the years. Uh, it, It has pop, really great pop, catchy songs, and it has some really lovely ballads, the lyrics are really playful, such as, I don't like to run. I just like to run away from you, from the song Run Away. They're great. Her songs are great. And she made an entire album, which is always an accomplishment to me. Because so often I hear great songs on albums, but I don't hear artists making whole records. So I'm going to play Sex and Money from this album uh, Lydia gave us this year. And my hope, as it is for Sincere Engineer, is that more people find and discover her them um because they're really worth the effort here's sex and money from lydia loveless
just wanna be somebody All I think about is sex and money I don't care how I get there I just wanna be somebody All I think about is sex and money I don't care how you get here I just wanna be with you, honey That's a that's a great song. I love this record too, and um, it it feels like she's moving away from that really twangy sort of alt country sound that she started with into a more pop direction. But yeah. there is definitely that sneer, and the voice is still there. Oh, absolutely. Um, the lyrics. There's one great line. What is it? Um, I'm always shooting for highfalutin. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then actually the next line is and then i then i choke or something but um but but yeah but really really nice to see this new direct hear this new direction and uh i'm looking forward to, to seeing the tour next year as well excellent so uh what's next on your list let's see so everything the, the last two things it's funny how records hit you at uh late in the year and sometimes you have to say to yourself do I like it because it's brand new or do I like it because it's really going to, I'm, I'm going to be playing it a year from now. And I think I haven't stopped playing it. Uh, so this is the second album by a singer named Leve. Is how she pronounces it, correct? That, uh, I believe I believe it is, even though it is spelled L-A-U-F-E-Y. Yeah. So uh, she is an, uh, she's from Iceland. And uh, the second album uh, came out this era, later this late this year called Bewitched. Um, new to me, but once again, as we were talking about the the fandom that erupts with all the streaming services, huge right now, selling out everywhere uh, and showing up everywhere on television and everything. She's so I'm I'm late on the train, but I'm glad I'm glad to be on. Um, her voice is incredible. Uh, it's feels a little bit like that 40s, 50s kind of era when June Christie, Blossom Deary, Keely Smith, they were all bringing kind of that jazzy feel to pop. Oh, um, oh uh, absolutely. And and for that reason, it's an album you can play for almost anyone. Yeah. You, you can play for older people. Um, yeah. And they, they respond as, as I've experienced myself. And uh, I can play for my kids. They're just like, what is that? I want to hear it. Yeah. it's um, And, you know, I, and the kids are listening. She's being called a jazz artist in some places, and I know she's got jazz roots and really wants to introduce jazz to young people. Um, but I feel like there's 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 a lot more going on, and there's a lot more that will be happening for her. And what I love about it is, if you're listening to it thinking because it does sound very vintage from that era, everything about it could be yeah that Frank Sinatra era. But then all of a sudden you'll hear a phrase like, "I fell down a rabbit hole." or i've done the math and so there's all these kind of contemporary uh observations and, and lyrics in there to let you know you're listening um you know to to a young singer from 19 sorry from 2023 not someone from uh, 1950 um but it's oh, sure. it's a it's a gorgeous record uh and... I, I love it that's it's the the one album that is on both of our lists as a matter oh of that's okay cool well yeah. then uh you want me to pick the song Pick the song. Go for okay. it, man. All right. I'll pick the one that, that's knocking me out right now. It's called From the Start. 
from the start. Here we go. This 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 is special stuff. I mean, they all are, but this one, man, knocks me out. Don't you notice how I get quiet when there's no one else around? Me and you and awkward silence. Don't you dare look at me that way. I don't need reminders of how you don't feel the same. Oh, the burning pain. Listening to you heart bump out some just love Leve. that late at night i put that album on i put it on almost every night for a couple of weeks and uh, back to what you were saying before you know she she's trying to stay hip and cool because she did record a single with a, another young up-and-coming artist diva doobie ah okay you know separate from all this jazz stuff it, it was a pretty mellow pop song but it wasn't anything like the jet the traditional jazz that she's recording so she must have her eye on the future yeah, no, it's a it's a beautiful record uh, called Bewitched. So yeah, no doubt, excellent. No doubt. So what do you got next, my friend? Uh, it's, so now finally we hit an album that I've been listening to longer. This is uh, the uh, solo record by Jenny Lewis called Joy Y'all, and sure. it came out right right at the right time because it feels this more so than any record uh, on this on my list. This record really does feel like summer to me. Um, it's got these 
kind of quirky kind of textures going on. There's this kind of perky production. There's pale steel guitars. There's all these vintage keyboards. And it just kind of creates this kind of blade vap, like kind of soulful vibe. It feels kind of California, but there's, I don't know. It just feels very cool, very confident for singing uh, as well. Uh, very cool. And the vibe of the single carries over to the whole record. And uh, you remember the song Psychos from this year? Yes, I do. Yeah. Uh, so that's uh, and that's that's the song that kind of just drew me in. And it's a song. It was one of my favorite so singles of the year. And uh, it led me to know that I wanted to check out this whole album, which you should know is 10 songs, 32 minutes. Yeah, that, that was not, not too different from the Lily Lovers record. Hers is is pretty close to that. Yeah, easily digestible in the you know the car ride, Absolutely. and it's, it's so it's a perfect soundtrack for driving around town. So this is uh, this is Jenny Lewis's from Joy Y'all, and uh, let's play Psychos. Psychos, it shall be.
beautiful. I, I really like her voice on that song. I mean, yeah. all around, but especially there. Yeah, I love it when she says namaste. <laughs> yeah. very calming very calming nice little Fleetwood Mac vibe still in there that I like uh, it's uh, but it's it's a great it's a it's a great album really fun yeah very consistent very solid now, now the next one is a, a little bit surprising for me a little out of left field but another album that, that I couldn't stop listening to it, it is more of a late night record and and that's perhaps why I tend to do my reading later at night and have have uh, music on but this is one i just kept playing again and again this is uh, an artist uh named sampa uh he's from the uk and he made an album called lahai this year um sampa sampa's known probably uh most for his work with frank ocean solange kendrick lamar and drake he's worked on many of their records since he won the coveted Mercury Prize for Music in the UK in 2017. The album he released this year is a second, and it is lovely. It showcases his vocal prowess as, with minimal jazzy beats and rhythms. He sustains this mellow, a little sexy vibe throughout. It really took me on a journey, and I thought the album was really exciting. Uh, the album I want to play from Lahai is called Suspended, and it really demonstrates the the sound of the record and what he's trying to do he, he sings really well and and uh, all the sounds in the album are, are re really really striking and uh, quite lovely i've been lifted by her love i felt lifted from above suspend Drowning more and more Sipping on red wine I spilled it on the floor Then I find myself All washed up by the shore Artificial light A glowing from the source It will wake me up Along with no remorse Then I find this memory When we were high abroad Run about the time That we were still unsure Stepping on this photo I really do She thought Living in the skies We step onto the moon In Italy In Florence where we walk the sun is shines, the yellow tint We talk, can we go back to how we were before? But when I wear, we used to be Of course, I lost the map, but still we could explore We're going up, we're way to the force Of course we're, of course we're, of course we're suspended
was beautiful yeah i really like that song and uh th there's another song on the album that's just as good that's almost five minutes long I, I went with this one just just for for the length and, and the show the way yeah goes. yeah it's a nice blend of hip-hop soul jazz um i like the use of this whole throughout the album there's there's real strings it's like an orchestra on it that's really nice and yeah it, that's the thing it it sounds familiar but it's not quite like anything else and that's part of why i think he stands out for me yeah so what's next for you so i want to play a band that i'm probably the last the last one to find out about um they're a band called the clientele um they're from the uk i thought oh maybe they've been around for a couple of records it turns out they've been around since 1991 and for some reason they totally Escape my radar until this year. Um, there are merge Shame records. on you. Shame on you. Okay. How long have you known about the Clyde Dell? <laughs> uh, well, I, I have to admit that I, I heard them in, in the early aughts. Mm -hmm. And uh, I, I thought they were pretty great. Yeah. I, I, was, I was, you know, listening to them. I, you know, I, I can't remember all the details, but I, there were a few albums there that I, I liked a lot. And, and then as, as was revealed when this album came out, they, been spending a lot of time not making music yeah so this was the first in a while yeah no it's great the album's called uh, i am not there anymore uh and i think it's album number seven for them so but num number one for me um and it's just it feels i guess if i'm trying to describe it's hard to describe in like you know five or six words to anybody it i i feel like it's kind of like chamber pop because it's got this sort of kind of elegant kind of feel to it but yeah, that's, that's that's appropriate for sure yeah but there's there's elements of psychedelic music on here. There's jazz. There's British folk, and it sounds, I don't know, it's very pastoral in places, and then it's also kind of progressive and experimental in others. So, uh, mm -hmm. and, I, and I love a band with the audacity to start off a record with an eight minute song. Um, that, that, that and that was, I think, the first single they released. <laughs> of course, but um, it was it's but, like we dare you to listen to this. Exactly, and it's and it sounds like it goes all over the place and it really draws you in. Um, I'd like to play a song a little deeper in, a little shorter, uh, and it's called uh, Blue Over Blue. Oh, let's, let's give it a listen. i 
sweet i really like those guys i was really happy when they made their first album after seven or eight years yeah no it's it's a it's it's a big favorite of mine and i'm really enjoying it so i need now to do what i said i was going to do i need to dig back and start listening to the earlier records because i'm sure there's some great stuff uh a couple people told me the record right before this one the title escapes me though it's supposed to be really really good if you if you like this one so I'm sure. Good. Go, yeah. Go for it. Well, well, my next one is another one I was not expecting. Uh, I it was released later in the year, and I saw this guy's name a lot. You know, it kept showing up in lists and articles, and it and it be, he became so big. And sometimes when something becomes so big, you you have this kind of attitude. Well, it's too big for me, and and yet I was curious anyway, and I went and listened. And uh, he's a country artist, and that that was probably part of why I avoided it. But once I got to it, I was kind of knocked over. Um, his name is Zach Bryan. And though it's not his first record, he did release an album called Zach Bryan this year. Uh, he's a country troubadour with this remarkable literary bent. I mean, he opens the album with a poem. What kind of country artist does that? And he's achieved impressive mainstream success. He's playing arenas. And I think it's only his second record. Uh, to me, he's one of the better singer-songwriters around, you know, country, whatever category you want to put him in. And while he isn't exactly like Chris Stapleton, he shares Chris's determination to make his music his way. And the, and the impressive thing is that the audience loves it. I love when something to me that wouldn't ordinarily appear mainstream finds its audience. And he's a naval veteran who recorded his first album when he was on leave in 2019. His songs just tell impressive stories about people searching for meaning and salvation, and all without violin, without fiddle, non-traditional. I really urge people, if they think this sounds interesting to them, to go find them. Uh, I want to play one of my favorite songs from record. There are a bunch of good songs. Um, this one's called East Side of Sorrow. 
from Zach Bryan's Zach Bryan album. Eighteen years old, full of hate They shit me off in a motorcade They said, boy, you gonna fight a war You don't even know what you're fighting for I lost friends in the August heat That night it was God I had always meet I said, Lord, don't you bring me home I got women in the West I don't wanna hold I lost you in a waiting room after sleeping there for a week or two. Doctor said he did all he could. You were the last thing I had that was good. So I walked miles on the Tulsa streets. Lights started beaming in from the east. 6 a.m. and fucked up again. Asking God where the hell he He said the sun's gonna rise tomorrow Somewhere on the east side of sorrow You better pack your bags west Stick out your chest and then hit the road The sun's gonna rise tomorrow Somewhere on the east side of sorrow Don't give it a reason to follow Let it be Brother lost his mind Since the last falls It is blood or his conscience To the alcohol Did the Navy do him well? Did he wind up sick? Like every other brave boy From these rundown sticks You ever get tired Of singing songs Like all your pain Is just another fucking sing-along If you ever get the time Come on home I have turnpikes back together And they're writing songs he said the sun's gonna rise tomorrow Somewhere on the east side of sorrow You better pack your bags west Stick out your chest and then hit the road That's such a great song. And this album that's 16 songs is is easily digestible because the last one was almost 50 songs. I think I don't think I'm exaggerating there. Um, and he is huge. Uh, I, I, I hope I can find a ticket to one of his shows sometime in the next few years because they sell out instantly. Um, and yeah, to your point, I, I'd love 
I love the fact that he is a country artist on a major label, Warner Brothers, who sounds nothing like what Nashville country sounds like, and yet is pretty well respected in by the industry. But he really is kind of carving carving his own kind of niche in 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 the type of music he's doing. Um, and yeah, the poem that opens the record is is really right away. You got to hear the rest of the record when you hear the yeah. poem that opens it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I, I the other thing about him as a singer songwriter is he's he he's not afraid of saying he's afraid of things. Um, you know, he's very vulnerable. He's very honest, um, and it's just uh, and and a lot of the, the a lot of the songs in this record. They're, they're kind of statements about the kind of artist he wants to be, the kind of person he wants to be. Um, like one of the album, one of the, one of the lines is, I want to stay humble. I want to stay hungry. Uh, I want to hear my father say that he loves me. Yeah. And it's just a beautiful line. I mean, um, to, to have that that level of, of, of self-awareness, you know, it's very uncommon, I think. Yeah. Yeah. The good choice, Zach Bryan. Oh, oh, thank you, my, my friend. So, so uh, what is next on, on your uh, best album list? So next for me is the second album by Alison Russell called The Returner. Um, her solo debut came out in 2021. It was called Outside Child. Um, and it was pretty much all about her uh, describing and coping with the, the just harrowing, abusive childhood she suffered through growing up in Montreal uh, with an adoptive father. Um, that album sounded much very introspective, very lovely in parts. Um, but it was this just really enthralling blend of folk, gospel, blues. Um, the returner has a has a much bigger sound. Um, it's it sounds like it sounds like a natural progression from that record. If the first record was sort of about coming to terms with um her past, this record is sort of saying uh celebrating sort of being freed from it. And so there's all kinds of things going on. There's there's softer parts. There's there's parts that sound a little more gospely, but there's even uh, more upbeat songs. A little bit of disco here and there too. But mm. uh, this, I, I think this, if she sounded resilient before, she sounds just free on this record. And uh, it's it, it's just it's a very it, it's just a it, it, it's a great album. And uh, the song I think that kind of encapsulates the overall sound of the record is called demons oh yeah it's a great song i love the i love the record it it, it was just under my top 10 oh okay uh, yeah yeah it was moving things around and something else got in its place but i i, I really love it too let's let's give that song a listen Demons, 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 
good stuff and and you know as as, as i think you were you're inferring before i mean it's, it's just a, a great record um you know from, from beginning to end and and really ambitious it's a step up i loved uh the first one uh that song persephone was just one of my favorite songs of the year yeah that's beautiful uh, yeah oh my god i if anybody has not heard that song go and listen to persephone it's it's really it, it's an just an amazing song but but this one's packed with amazing songs too and uh, just just a, a really solid record and and it's nice to see an artist follow up you know uh th their debut with, with with something even more ambitious and interesting for sure so my next album is really a no-brainer uh so, some may say oh come on you're really putting that on the list but i i think it's unavoidable uh it it's Olivia Rodrigo's Guts. Man, what an album. 
I, again, this is, you know, I said it in the last show, you know, I was thinking, oh, Disney Kid, One Hit Wonder, whatever. And this is such a good record. It, it, and it's one of the most impactful albums of the year. I mean, kids love it. Everybody loves it. It's, it's getting talked about. It's getting listened to. And deservedly so. Th- this 20-year-old woman, she co-wrote the songs, co-produced the album with Daniel Nigro. Uh, what's to say that we didn't say last week on our single show? She can do it all. The ballad, the mid-tempo pop song, the rocker. Plus, she's so smart and articulate. I heard her interviewed on a podcast, and she knows what she's writing about. She knows how she wants to say it. Um, it wasn't like some young kid who who wasn't sure how she got here. Um, I mean, the, there's going to be a long road ahead for this this woman. And yeah, this, this is just... Yeah, no, I agree. And this is number 11 on my list. And this is the album that keeps moving around and moving out. On December 31st, I might actually take a second shot at my list and see where I can squeeze her in. But it is a great record. And much like Zach Bryan, I think the appeal to her beyond the obvious talent and the songwriting and the voice is that she's willing to talk about being feeling awkward, feeling out of place, uh, both as somebody who's younger growing up and both as a cele- somebody who's a star becoming a celebrity um, yeah. and all that goes with it. I and mean, she's not afraid. She, same thing. I guess she's not afraid to say she's a little afraid sometimes. Yeah. Um, yeah which is unlikely from somebody so young. You, you know, you, you think, oh, well, they're young and successful. They seem to have it all. Uh, you know, it may be more difficult than it might appear on the, on the surface. But she's, yeah, the, I love this record too. And uh, I'm glad you, I'm glad you've got it on your list that we can talk about it. Yeah, um, yeah, we played one last week, uh, and, and I'm going to play a different one, of course. Uh, this one's Vampires. It's probably the most popular song from the record, but it just rocks. It's so good. Starts out mellow and then just gets into it. Uh, so, um, Vampires, here we go. Give the satisfaction asking how you're doing now How's the castle built of people you pretend to care about Just what you wanted Look at you, cool guy, you got it I see the parties and diamonds Sometimes when I close my eyes Six months of torture you sold To some forbidden paradise I loved you truly You gotta laugh at the stupidity Cause I've made some real big mistakes Your age. 
age no better I've made some real big mistakes I should make the worst one look fine I should have known it was strange You only come out at night I used to think I was smart But you made me look so naive The way you saw different parts As you sunk your teeth into me sucker, fame fucker Bleed me dry like a goddamn vampire great song and then back to back with bad idea right just kind of just shows kind of it's the range of this record um yeah that sounds terrific um not to get too vinyl geeky about this but, oh, but one of the things ahead. one of the things that appeals to me about olivia also is the way she approaches sort of this she, she knows vinyl exists um she knows her fans like records um so this record came out in at least or if not more variations, different color vinyl. Um, what she, and, and what she didn't tell us is that she they also pressed four different versions of the vinyl, each one with a different bonus song at the end of side two. Uh, normally, somebody might go, her marketing person might go, you know, we can sell a lot of records if we tell everybody there's a different song on our four albums. They'll immediately buy all four albums. She didn't do that. She kept it totally a secret. And I don't even know how a star that big keeps something like that a secret. But Surprise! When the, the album came, everyone got the album. Everyone's playing it. And you can see it on Instagram. People are going, wait, what is this? You know, there's this extra everybody, song. Everybody might, might have had a different song yeah and then that's the thing is everybody goes wait that's not the song i have <laughs> and it was like the joy and the surprise even i was like what is this This is great um wow that's just, exciting for an artist to think about that and to kind of give a little bonus or a little reward to her fans i i just think that's something she's very conscious about and i think it's just it makes the record that much more special uh uh as as an album i think it's just the whole kind of the whole thing she's done around it so absolutely absolutely so, so uh after olivia that we we agree is wonderful who we agree is wonderful uh what's your next uh pick for album of the year so to tell you how much i love the album i'm about to talk about uh okay. i went to uh, this is a band called alton goon 
They're a Turk, uh, kind of a Turkish psychedelic band, I guess you'd call them, uh, but they're from yes. the Netherlands. They're from the Netherlands. Mm -hmm. um, and I like this band so much that I had tickets to see them in an outdoor venue last month. And the night of the show, the temperature dropped to 40 degrees. Ah! And I said, I'm going. <laughs> oh, you're, on, you're a brave soul. I put on a hat and gloves and I said, uh, it's, yeah, I'm mainly going to go because probably no one's going to show up because it's so cold. I want to make sure they have a crowd there. It was packed. Wow. Uh, and Keep uh, everybody warm, at least. Yeah. So this is um, this is an album called Ask, A-S-K. Um, and the okay. band is called Olten Goon. It's their fifth album. They they vary from originals to traditional uh, Turkish folk songs. This one is entirely uh, covers of traditional, I guess, Turkish songs. Um, and they've just got this great sound. It's It rocks when it needs to. It's a little funky when it wants to be. Definitely psychedelic vibes going on as well. Uh, and they traditional kind of or traditional rock instrumentation, bass, drums, guitar, keyboards. But yeah. also uh, they also play the baglama, I believe it's called, which is a kind of a mm -hmm. Turkish string instrument that really lends this this great flavor to their sound. So uh, yeah, they have a, not in a bad way, but almost a kind of jam rock, jam rock vibe. Yeah, it does erupt into like some of the songs are shorter pop songs and some of them do erupt into these really cool jams. And yeah. this being one of them, it's a song called uh, Rakaya Su Katama. Um, by Say that best five times. I won't make. <laughs> uh, um, but we will. We will listen to the song right now.
Yeah, I love that song, and I'm pretty sure I played it on the podcast uh, earlier in the year. Oh, good. Yeah, yeah, it it really got my attention. Uh, what they're doing is 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 really special. Uh, you know, I, I don't know of many other bands, you know, who are just marching to the beat of their own drummer and and making what should be kind of a kind of universal music. Uh, you know, I'm not saying they should be up there with the jam bands that are selling out the garden. But there should be a place for them that way, I think. Yeah, no, they're great. Well, my my next one is another unlikely one for me that I I only had an opportunity to spend time with in the last couple of weeks. And once I did, it got moved into the top 10 on my list. Uh, I knew one song, and I can't remember why I got to the entire record. But they're a band called Gabriel's. Not for anybody's name, but only for, for the name of the street where one member of the band grew up in the UK. Uh, they're a British-American hybrid three-piece consisting of Compton's Jacob Lusk, who previously had appeared on American Idol in 2011, <laughs> and he performed backing vocals for Diana Ross and Gladys Knight. The UK-born keyboardist and producer Ryan Lusk and violinist Ari Belizean had been working on soundtrack music, and they, they needed a, a, a gospel singer. And they recruited Jacob and they loved his vocals so much that they wanted to work with him on a project that, that ended up becoming Gabriel's. And Jacob resisted it at first. He wasn't sure he wanted to do that kind of thing. Uh, but they, they found a way to, to uh, make it work. And they released the first part of Angels and Queens at the end of last year. And the second part came out this summer. And I, I got to them when the second part came out. And uh, it's a pretty remarkable debut. Um, it, the album is just an impressive blend of soul, gospel, R&B, and rock and roll. It's just beautiful stuff. And Jacob's voice is is really impressive. I mean, that's it, it, to me, I mean, the band's doing a lot of interesting things. It's, it's a, a generally quiet album. And the, the song I'm going to play is is uh, one of the more upbeat songs. Uh, you can hear his gospel church history training in in his voice, and it's really quite beautiful. Um, so uh, I mean, he's he's a big part of why I like Gabriel so much, and why Angels and Queens is on my list of albums of the year. This song is called One and Only. Let's give it a listen. Some angels. 
tremendous voice yeah it's like almost like nothing you've heard yeah i mean the sound and their sounds is just so big i mean i i would almost call them retro soul except retro soul sometimes tries to sound a little more like 60s and 70s this sounds Absolutely. like right now <laughs> uh, oh no doubt no doubt yeah I, I i i really like the record um i've been listening to it a lot um what's your next pick dave the uh, one of my other favorite records this year uh, was from a jazz trumpeter named Jamie Branch, who passed okay. away, uh, who unfortunately passed away last year at age 39. Oh, no. Um, she had just put out two, uh, part one and part two uh, of an uh, album named after her band called Fly or Die, and was working on this third, I, I guess you call it part of a trilogy, was working on this album. Um, I think she was doing a residency in, in Nebraska. Uh, so pretty much it finished it uh, before she passed away. Um, so her family, her bandmates, got everything together and sort of mixed it and and put everything to where it could be a record. But what she had or what she had recorded um, was what she intended to mm -hmm. release as this third record. And so the this album is called Fly or Die, Fly or Die, Fly or Die. Parentheses. Uh, we, know, parentheses. We, know which, we, we know how that went. Yeah, and yeah. it's a parentheses world world war, and um, and it's it's sad to lose her because I, when you listen to this album, you hear the sound of a. I think she was thirty nine. The record sounds like someone who's just got so many ideas and so much inspiration that can fit on then then can possibly fit on a record, and yet she tries anyway. Um, wow. So the level of intensity, the level of joy, the level of just uh, talent that spills out on this record from track to track, it ranges from Latin, there's a little Caribbean, there's one song where she kind of talks things a little bit like Patti Smith, um, and there's even a Meat Puppets cover on here. It just goes all over the place, and the the sad thing about losing her is I think she would have, she was going to be a gateway to possibly taking what we call avant-garde jazz or jazz to a to a younger audience. Um, so the group that she that she formed called Fly or Die uh, was trumpet, cello, double bass, and drums. Um, and this is a song called Borealis Dancing. Let's check it out.
that was beautiful. Wow, it, it's it's kind of tragic the way she left under these circumstances. Yeah, so we, we do have this beautiful music, fortunately. Yeah, this is a good. It's it's it fits in really well. If you if her albums are released on the Chicago label, uh, if you mm-hmm. can find them, and uh, I urge everybody if you like jazz, check 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 all three of them out, especially yeah, this, uh, I'm this latest to, uh, Over the holidays, spend more time with her, for sure. Well, my my next album is uh, 180 degrees away from from uh, that that one. Uh, by an artist named Jeff Rosenstock, who has uh, been making what he calls anarchic music for anarchic times. And uh, he's been around for over 10 years. And as time passes, his music is responding to the world we're living in. It's the loudest, most rocking, and dare I say, most rage-filled album yet called Hell Mode. And it's perhaps exactly what the world needs right now. It it, it just it it you know with, with all the craziness in the world, you know you need a little rage and um, a little catharsis. And to me, Jeff is giving us to that. It, it's loud and a little shambolic. And uh, oh, as as an aside, he has also recorded a ska version of one of his records, and he's. He's a member of the pop duo on, on Antarctico Vespucci with Chris Farron. Uh, they're a great little band on their own. But I digress. Jeff is rocking. He's rocking pretty hard. He's angry, as many of us are angry at the state of the world. And this song is called Like You Better. And if you like this song, go check out the rest of Hell Mode. It's pretty great.
Oh, I love the gang vocals on that. That's so cool. Yeah, yeah. He, he he's in his own. He's carved out a, a real uh, niche for himself. I mean, I heard him. Uh, there's a, a really good critic online that that's aimed at the younger people. He's probably about thirty by now. He he goes by the name of Needle Drop, and he, re, he reviews albums. And if you haven't uh, heard of him or listened to him, I, I I recommend finding him. He he is like a modern version of, of what was uh robert Criscow to me when i was growing up oh, okay he's very opinionated uh but very thoughtful and smart and um he uh was the one who uh first mentioned jeff rosenstock in 2016 and named it one of his top five albums of the year at that point and i was like why is he naming this guy i've never heard of top five but jeff rosenstock is really deserving of that status yeah, he's on. Uh, I know his name only uh, because he's on my favorite one of my favorite indie labels called Polyvinyl. Um, yes. And he actually this year uh, kind of got a little bit of attention. He reignited the kind of the call or the the, the sort of the um, the anger against merch cuts uh, the, at venues. He actually was on tour, I guess, for this record and posted posted about how a lot of the clubs he was playing wanted 20% of his t-shirt sales. And it started this whole discussion that actually has been going on for a while. I mean, BJ Barham of American Aquarium uh, sort of actually started talking about this last year uh, when he was playing venues who were doing the same thing. But Jeff actually uh, has created uh, sort of the, the big uh, uproar that uh, the singer Tom Berlin has been part of as well. Uh, and other artists are now speaking out, but uh, he's he's also he's been very instrumental in, in calling attention to what seems like a very unfair practice against you know independent indie band. You know, indie oh my God! Touring small yeah, yeah. Clubs. yeah. I've been so, hearing and reading about that a lot, no yeah. doubt. So, uh, what do you got up for us next? So next for me, as I'm looking at my list here, um, it's a band that. I actually thought it was a collaboration at first because of, of, when I was playing it, they're called Slaughter Beach, comma, Dog. And normally these days, whenever you see an artist named comma something, it's a collaboration between two artists. So yeah. I assume I assume this was a, a two, two artists named Slaughter Beach and uh, an artist named Dog. But wasn't, no, there, uh, wasn't there a metal band named Slaughter at one point? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> but uh, this is a band, I guess that uh, they're a Philadelphia band, um, and they're named after a town in Delaware called Slaughter Beach. But of course, it turns out there's another Slaughter Beach that already exists. So they did the logical thing. They decided to put the, do the word dog after their name. <laughs> Naturally. So this is a hard band to actually explain to people, because the minute I say the name, I can see everybody's head kind of tilt the way a dog's uh, head kind of tilts to you when they don't uh, understand. But uh they uh, they put out an album called Crying, Laughing, Waving, Smiling this year, and uh, it's a Philadelphia band. The lead singer is uh, Jake Ewald, and he was in a band called Modern Baseball uh, previously. So uh, Slaughter Beach Dog has been, a, I think, a side project for him, but now it's it's becoming more of a full-time thing. Uh, and it's it reminds me a little bit of the early Wilco records. It's got that nice kind of vibe. Uh, a little bit more of what's going on now with like Mount Joy and some of the uh, the cooler Americana bands. Mm -hmm. it's, so it's kind of nestled in that kind of laid back Americana feel, but it's got this real nice pop sensibility. Um, and I, it, it does rock. 
but uh, it's all usually it's in this kind of mid tempo groove and it just sounds so I don't know so kind of pleasant and just really really uh, uh, really effortless and natural. Uh, yeah, and it does seem I'm, to have it does seem to have some of that Wilco twang. Yeah, there's elements of that in there, but it's, it they they write great songs and uh, this is probably the catchiest song on there. Uh, it's called Float Away. All right, let let us float away. to my last pick my last album on our 10 best list and uh this one is from an oldie but a goodie an artist i have been oh been loving her for 30 years and um her name is iris dement and uh, she released one of her most memorable records this year called working on a world um the arkansas native 
she's been recording personal, deeply moving albums since 1992 with this unique heavenly voice. Her early albums, especially Infamous Angel and My Town, they're, they're unforgettable, must listen to albums. But she's not the most prolific artist. She's recorded seven albums over the course of her career. She's probably best known for the two unforgettable duet albums she recorded with John Prine. Uh, in spite of ourselves, if you haven't heard those, man, you got to go listen to them. This album, Working on a World, knocked me over because for the first time, her music is directly political. In a world turned, turned upside down, when it feels as though we don't have enough to protest music, Iris went there. This, this song and Going Down to Sing in Texas are two of the best songs of the year barring protest music but as protest songs they are just amazing i wish more folks were making songs like them and i wish more people were listening to iris we need more of iris right now and the song i'm going to play is the title track working on a world it's beautiful it's brief and um i'm slightly in love with this woman iris dement Got so down and trapped.
Great choice, Mark. Uh, th that voice, her voice just still, still sounds just great. Um, it's, it's so passionate. Uh, yeah, it's good. good to have her back. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I, I'd sort of forgotten about her. I knew she was making records, but then I listened to, to the, the other song, um, you know, uh, going down to sing in Texas. It came out at the end of last year before the album. And I was like, oh, my God, what what is she what is she doing? What, what this, this is just I, I just and it's a six or seven minute song. I just could not couldn't stop listening to it. I was in kind of awe of it, you know, um, for, for an artist to, to write, you know, personal autobiographical songs. You know, she write, write often writes a lot of religious songs. But to get here, I, I was knocked over. Yeah. Are you a fan of the first two records? Came oh, out. I, I yeah. love love yeah. those records. They're so perfect. Yeah, I mean, the thing that I've always loved about her music and her stance and everything is she's she's just one of the most compassionate people in terms of how. I mean, even in this song that you just played, where she's, I guess she's talking about, you know, change doesn't really happen overnight, but that's no reason why you shouldn't do anything. And she knows that you know what she does may she may not she may not see it. The world yeah. that she's saying, but she's going to do it anyway because she cares. And, yeah, uh, it, it it's that's been a real common thread in her songs, uh, no doubt. Kind of, yeah. And to see it revealed politically, you, you know, is, is pretty amazing to me. I mean, she she name checks Martin Luther King. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I, yeah. I she that's not something she had done before. Mm -hmm. I guess we're down to number ten on the list. Number ten. <laughs> well, ironically, at number 10 is my first top 10 choice of the year. Does that make sense? Uh, this is the first album that came out this year where I go, that's going to be on my top 10. Uh, and it's an album by Sonny War, who is a Nashville uh, singer-guitarist, uh, sort of a, a former punk, I guess, used to be in a punk band, uh, now kind of residing in the more in the folk blues uh, acoustic tradition. But her album is called Anarchist Gospel. And uh, it is just, even though she's embracing folk, blues, gospel, uh, it never really sounds nostalgic on this record. Um, she's got this really soulful voice that can sound, it can be kind of cautionary, it can be kind of comforting sometimes in the same song. Um, and it manages to stand out even, even when she's performing or duetting with some of the, the guests on this record, which include Alison Russell, Jim James. And on the song, I, I think I want to play uh, off the record, uh, David Rawlings, who is best ah. known for his work with Gary sure. and Welch. Sure. Um, so I've seen her twice this year. She's, she comes across very shy on stage, um, you know, but you could just tell there's a lot of confidence there because she's been performing. She's been performing a long time, but I guess this is a kind of rare. She's now touring and playing. Uh, I've seen a solo duo, so, sorry, solo acoustic show and a duo acoustic show of hers. Um, they've both been wonderful. So yes. Oh, that's nice to hear. I mean, she's in the spotlight. That makes a difference for sure. Yeah. So this is a, so this is Sunny War. Let's go. Don't you roll the lines at me? 
song i mean i i loved her from the get-go when i when i first heard her at the end of last year and uh that, that album was definitely on my list as well uh I, I don't know if i've noticed her performing around here to be honest i i i, I you know I'm one of those artists i keep looking out for and uh when she does i'll be there that that's for sure but th that's a fine choice david that was a really great way to end the show. Wow, we made it. You yeah, made it. <laughs> One twenty songs. Woo. Wow. Well, that that was a really fun collaboration. I'm glad you were here. I'm glad we could do it together. Oh no, uh, thank you for thank you for inviting me to do this. This was a lot of fun. Yeah, 2023 in the books. I can't believe it. <laughs> uh, on to 2024, where where. I'm sure we will find much more music to listen to and discuss. Yes. In different ways. Um, one, one last thing I, I did want to bring up before we go, uh, Dave, um, we did lose one of, one of the, the rock and roll greats this week, Shane McGowan. It was a, a sad way to end the year, unfortunately. Um, you know, he was one of those artists that I heard when I was really young and, and had an enormous impact on my taste I, I i will say it was sort of funny when i when i first heard them uh, I, I had to be in college uh i had this notion that that all of the bands from ireland sounded like the pogue you know, <laughs> you know that's just the kind of music that came from there and uh when i had the opportunity to go to ireland uh, uh shortly after that uh, i i went to the pubs the way people do in ireland and i was uh, you know i I was surprised and and I kept saying to myself, wait, where's the Pogues music? Where's the Pogues music? And what I realized is what made the Pogues so special is that nobody else sounded like the Pogues. <laughs> you know, that they, they were this remarkable blend of a punk sensibility and traditional Irish folk music. Uh, a friend of mine with whom I attended a, um, a concert Re recently the mary wallopers you know an up-and-coming irish folky band uh you know we were comparing and uh he pointed out that the mary wallopers were more country and the pogues were more city and, and i i think that may be part of why they seized me so much it was this kind of 
urban, this somewhat angry sensibility. And um, they stuck with me all along. I know Shane had, you know, enormous uh, dependency issues, addiction issues, uh, drinking most of his life. And the article I read the other day, he said he started drinking when he was five, when somebody in his, his uncle brought home pints and just sat them down on the table and he never looked back. And it's a, it's a sad, tragic life. He got into heroin and uh, had a really interesting relationship with Sinead O'Connor, professional relationship. Uh, there was an article in the New York Times today that's worth tracking down uh, for people who are able to do that. And if I can, I maybe, maybe I'll try to post it on the On the Lamp page. Um, but it was a sad loss, a tragic loss. Uh, and uh, we're going to go out with one of his, uh, the Pogues, uh, better known songs, the songs I love, uh, called Dirty Old Town. And before we go, Dave, you have anything to add? No, I, I, it's very sad news. And, and it's especially around this happened this time of year, because pretty soon we're going to start hearing uh, that great song, Fairy Tale of New York. Uh, I know. And what, what I'm going to realize is both of those singers are no longer with us. Kirstie yeah. McCall. Yeah. Kirsty McCall was tragically killed in 2000. So yeah. uh, it's it's going to be very, very bittersweet when that song comes on the radio. Absolutely. You will never hear the song the same way. It's, but, you're, you're absolutely yeah, right. But, it's, they love, but both of them, you know, despite having not necessarily top 40 careers, that song um, is, a, is a great legacy. You know, most a lot of people know both those artists specifically from that song. So absolutely. Yeah. In the last yeah. couple of days, when when people have asked who, who he was, I, it was how I got got to them, yeah. how I got to him. I, you know, it was like, well, you know that song. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so so that's that's a strange way to to bid farewell uh, at the end of the show and and wish people a happy holiday, but but it it's also somehow suitable, uh, you know, because. It, he will be remembered for years, for almost forever, because of that one song, The Way These Things Go. Yeah. So thanks again, Dave. It was a pleasure having you. Um, if we can do this next year, that would be a, a true pleasure. I'd love it. Thanks. Well, well uh, listen, have a happy holiday with uh, you and your family, and all the best for the new year. You too. And we'll talk to you soon. Bye for now. Happy holidays to everybody. Listen to lots of great music, holiday music, Hanukkah music, whatever floats your boat, and stay gold.
Dirty old town Dirty old town 